0: Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Lee Harris, and here are today's top local stories. We've got the lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree tonight. We'll be carrying that live here on 1010 Winds at 92.3 FM. But the weather may not be ideal for that or maybe for some of the things you have planned today. And here to explain why is AccuWeather's Dean DeVore. Dean.
1: Yeah, we're going to have some real problems here, Lee, with the weather today. It actually starts even before the tree lighting ceremony with... A lot of rain and wind issues that we're expecting here, especially as we get into the afternoon and the earliest part of the evening. Now, uh, temperatures are going to soar up into the upper 50s as this wind picks up. Wind advisories kick into effect sometime um, as we get into the late morning, 10, 11 o'clock, and then continue into about 8, 9 o'clock this evening. And they're in vogue for parts of the city, Brooklyn and Queens, all the coastal suburbs, including the Jersey Shore, Long Island, coastal Connecticut suburbs, all could see gusts of 50 miles per hour, a little farther inland, less wind. But we will see some localized damage and some power outage problems, I think, on localized levels here as we go through the late afternoon and evening. We expect the wind to ease off the pedal a bit for the tree lighting, but there's still going to be some gust of 40 Miles per hour and still a leftover shower early. The big thing that you're going to want to do is if you're going to be out and about for that tonight is dress for comfort as real fields will drop to near 40 by the evening hours. We'll keep you up to date all day long on this right here on New York's weather station.
0: 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM. 41 degrees right now, mostly cloudy, and we're going up to 57 today. A cleaning woman working at a hotel in Midtown found a white powdery substance near a bathroom sink there and began feeling dizzy and nauseous. The fire department, the NYPD bomb squad, the FBI all responded. The hotel was evacuated. A man was taken into custody. But it's still not clear just what happened here, as Samantha Liebman reports live from Midtown this morning. Sam?
2: Yes, and Lee, unclear what happened in the room at the Park Hyatt because the housekeeper had cleaned everything, including the powder. FDNY swabbed all surfaces, detecting possible explosives. The 11th floor evacuated as the NYPD did its own tests.
3: All subsequent tests of the surfaces were met with negative results. There was no trace amounts of hazardous materials detected.
2: NYPD Assistant Chief James McCarthy says they were led to a suspect after they discovered someone entered the room with a key Sunday night after a party of five had checked out. Uh,
3: the family had five keys and uh, they believe one of them they must have dropped and he picked it up.
2: Surveillance helped police ID the 55-year-old suspect who has a lengthy arrest record and is known for trespassing in hotels. Samantha Liepman, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM, live on West 57th Street.
0: The NYPD may not be arresting fare beaters with any regularity, but the MTA is using armed guards to stop turnstile jumpers, uh, apparently with good results, as Glenn Schuck reports from the Myrtle Wyckoff station this morning. Glenn?
3: And Lee, good morning. You know, these uh, armed security guards, part of a private security company hired now by the MTA, they can't make arrests. We want to make that clear. But uh, the results, as you mentioned, have been... Uh, pretty good here It's saving tens of thousands of dollars a month every month so far here at the Myrtle Wyckoff station. They're also trying out these armed guards nearby the Halsey Street uh, subway station. We heard yesterday at the MTA board meeting from their chief safety officer, Patrick Warren, and some other stations they're using
0: unarmed guards. So to keep people honest, we uh, put unarmed gate guards at select stations, about 12 currently, to keep the gate guards closed, the gates closed rather, unless uh, being used appropriately by those who have strollers, luggage, or um, or have a disability in a wheelchair
3: as such. The MTA Lee saying they really had no choice but to do this because uh, the agency is on track this year alone to lose $500 million because of fare evasion. Glenshock, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM, live here in Brooklyn.
0: Well, the U.S. needed a win at the World Cup yesterday, and got it. That means the U.S. advances. The opposing team needed a win, too, perhaps more badly. Losing to the great Satan probably isn't going to be great for members of the Iranian team. Let's get more from Mark Rene. Mark?
1: Yeah, Lee, certainly from a humanitarian perspective, it'll bear watching what happens to the players and their families from Iran who were already under threat by that nation's government, which makes for an awkward pivot to the thrill of victory for the American side who earned a date in the knockout round against the Netherlands after a costly win for Christian Pulisic as he suffered a pelvic contusion while scoring the only goal late in the first half. You know, I've been saying all
3: along, it's a wonderful thing when you're, one of your best players is also one of the hardest working, and he's certainly that... Um, you know, I can't say enough positive things about Christian. That's head coach Greg
1: Berhalter, whose team plays next on Saturday, 10 in the morning hour time. And Polisic, in a social media post from his hospital bed, said, "I'll be ready. Don't worry." Marker, 1010 Win Sports on 92.3 FM.
0: Mayor Adams is going over to Qatar to check out the World Cup, and he wants you to know that you are not paying for the trip. He is. When I do my dime, I could do my time, and I won't hear one anyone whine. <laughs> he says he's going to see how things work there because the World Cup is coming to MetLife Stadium in 2026. He'll hit Doha on the way back from a mayor's conference on anti-Semitism in Athens. And he says the organizers of that conference are picking up the expenses for that. The mayor leaves today. He'll be back on Sunday. Time was when police routinely took, obviously, emotionally disturbed people off the streets and took them to Bellevue or some other facility to get help, whether they wanted to go or not. And Mayor Adams says it's time to start doing that again. This directive lays out an expedited step-by-step process for involuntarily transporting a person experiencing a mental health crisis to a hospital for evaluation. The mayor says state law gives him the authority to do this. Donna Lieberman of the New York Civil Liberties Union disagrees, telling CBS2 it's a page from the Giuliani playbook.
2: Acting as if you can sweep a problem out of public view, right, and it'll go away. Well, it doesn't go away.
0: The mayor says the initial focus will be on the subway, with teams of clinicians and cops looking for people who need this kind of help.